Welcome to the weekly podcast at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church. My name is Doc Hollingsworth. I'm senior pastor of this great congregation, and we're delighted that you've joined us. Our prayer for you is that as you listen to this message, you might feel closer to God and closer to God's hope for you. Oh, we thank God today as we prepare to celebrate Thanksgiving 2020. I think we all can agree it's been a very unusual year. And so today we continue thinking about the God who never has lost a battle. We continue thinking about that same God who offers for us some unusual invitations. And keeping with the Thanksgiving theme, we're going to reflect on what it means today to sing grace before the meal from Psalm 34. Did you know that the pre-Elizabethan English word for giving thanks was actually graces? It was derived from the Latin phrase gratitorium actio, which ultimately means thanksgiving. But yet the Italian word grazie, it also means thanks. And although other faiths have traditions of saying a prayer or giving a blessing before and after a meal, it's primarily Jesus' followers who use the phrase saying grace. This short prayer of thankfulness is due to having experienced the provision or the relief that comes only from the God who has never lost a battle. Friends, I ask you even now as you're watching this scattered, but we are together. Have you ever experienced any relief from God? Have you ever experienced the easing of pain, the relief of distress, the easing of anxiety or any of things like that? Because friends, when you do, it is astonishing. It's life giving and it leads us into a state of thanksgiving that can only be given to God who met us at our very need. Friends, we all in many ways very frequently have received relief that comes from God. You just think about it in the way that you survey your life as you rest each night, that's relief that comes from God. Every time you eat, that's relief that comes from God. Even as some people have been healed from sickness, that's relief that comes from God. And even as all of us or many of us have remained safe and healthy in the midst of a pandemic, friends, that right there is relief that comes from God. But yet today, my friends, we pivot and go directly into Psalm chapter, Psalm 34. No chapters, it's the Psalms. (laughs) Psalm 34 echoes the desire for David to thank God for relief. You see, God has been amazingly kind to David and to many others. God has delivered them from different life-threatening situations, different illnesses, many enemies, and a lot of danger. But for the deliverance of God, my good brother David, he sings a good psalm here, an individual, personal song of thanksgiving. Even now, my friends, that's a fine time to think about everything God has done for you in 2020. It's a fine time right now to praise God for everything that he has done, for the roads he has paid for you, for the blessings that he has given you. Because friends, for that right there, we should 
say thank you, Jesus. Friends, we all have encountered various situations that lied outside of our jurisdiction to handle. And in many ways, we cried out just like David did. Literally insane, we cried out and literally have been saying, God, it's on you. <laughs> but as we cried out and as we cried and cried even internally, God has listened. In a state of thankfulness in Psalm 34, it proves to us that God is not down the street, but God, in fact, is near all of us. Mm. We serve a God who's near to all of us. And David knew this, which is why he begins this psalm saying, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Friends, David can express these words in great confidence to God because he has experienced the beautiful, strong provision of God. You see, the backdrop to this psalm happens in 1 Samuel chapter 21. We're given the background of this interesting psalm. You see, David was on the run, y'all. <laughs> he was choosing to run as fast as possible away from King Saul. He had hopes of saving his life. David, he comes in contact with King Achish of Goth, but he acts quite abnormal with the hope of saving his life. You see, David pretends to be insane. <laughs> he pretends to be insane in order to escape this king. David is scratching doors with his fingernails. He's spitting directly on himself and allowing the saliva to rush down his beard, all in an effort to attempt to strategize to save his life. Oh, but God is better and bigger than any strategy that David had. Because in Dave, instead of David strategizing to act insane, God will prove yet again how great and how awesome God is. You see, the words offered by David in the beginning of this psalm will prove truthful that God should be praised at all times. You see, God deserves to be lifted high above everything else. Madman David is what I like to call him. He notices all too well that the sovereignty of God is always at work in our lives as we cry out to God. You see, yet this psalm, it deepens this view of God being near us, but it adds on to it by showing that God hears and protects us. Friends, it's in verses 4 through 10 where we see this truth brought to light. David here, he confidently proclaims that God's protection is always near us. He tells us that God always listens to his children. And David literally begins to share and have a vulnerable moment. He shares that when he went through all these big issues, God delivered him from all the issues and his fears. He invites those who hears this psalm to look to God and they will never be ashamed. This psalm, he, it literally begins to paint the picture of how bad David's problems were. He talks about how much trouble he was in. He talks about how God rescued and delivered him from all of his troubles. And yet in verse seven, listen to David's emotional words. He says, but listen, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and God delivers him. This makes me wholly happy. I don't know about you. 
And I pray that it grants you with so much happiness as well, because David is showing us in beautiful fashion that God hears us. And when God hears us, he dispatches his angels all around us to protect us friends right there. Even in this unusual time of Thanksgiving, we can get excited. We can become wholly happy because we know that we never fight alone. We don't fight by ourselves. We're not really weak because where we're weak, God is always strong. David tells us in verse seven that in the midst of all this trouble, in the midst of needing rescuing, the Lord dispatched his holy angels. He dispatched them all for the sole purpose of what? fighting on the one who fears the Lord. Friends, I get excited right there and I must pause for a moment of reflection. In this time and in this season, 2020 has been so bad. If I was not in this church, I would literally say it has been an explicitive would be the only way to describe it. But yet in the midst of almost being tempted to use an explicitive, I think about our everlasting God. I think about the God who dispatched angels to settle the turbulent waters that many of us have tried to navigate. I think about the God who is near us, the God who can protect us, and even David's words all throughout this psalm, but yet David had a hallelujah moment just like Joshua, and had a hallelujah moment just like I hope all of you would have, because right here in verses 8 through 10, David surveyed his life, and then it brought him to this word, oh, taste and see (laughs) that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his holy ones. For those who fear him have no want. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Isn't that beautiful? David here is inviting listeners to cry out to God and ultimately to experience the protection that comes from God. You see, David's story, it prescribes hope even for us in our current situation. Because if God hears and protects David, we can bank on the fact that God hears and protects us. You see, God listens when we pray. God listens to our frustrations. God listens to our broken hearts. God listens to our scattered thoughts. God listens to our anxiousness and is able to prescribe protection on our behalf. Oh, friends, David offers experiential knowledge in the text because he's telling us, I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know about God. And he knew God to be a fighter. He knew God to be a sustainer. He knew God to be a way maker. He knew God to be awesome in all his rights. So yet he could proclaim that the Lord would protect us because the Lord is near us, but yet my good brother David in Psalm 34 not only speaks about great characteristics of God, but yet he offers yet a charge and a pivot at the moment because it's in verses 11 through 14 where the text admonishes us that we must then embrace the peace God gives. David sings in verses 11 through 14 these words. He says, come on children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Which of you desires life and covets many days to enjoy good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Friends, at this point of this great and beautiful psalm, David wakes us up with this charge saying that if we profess love to God, we must then obey God. 
David says that if we love and show reverence to God, then we must not tell lies. We must not commit evilness. We should commit to God good works and promote peace even in our society. David charges us to put our actions where our speech is by interconnecting our thoughts, our speech and actions and making the decision to live out the peace that only God gives. Peace, friends, does not come from avoidance, but peace is something that we must run towards. You see, friends, this is not a standalone thought in the Bible because not only does David share this sentiment, but good old missionary by the name of Paul shared the same thought. It's in Romans chapter 12, verse 18, where Paul coined the words that if it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Isn't that a word? God gave us peace spiritually, but God is looking for us even in this divisive world today to live out that peace by being the hands and feet of Christ. Friends, We've been told today that we need to embrace the peace that the Lord gives because God protects us, because God is near us. But here, here's the truthful part, all the way truth, authentic, bearing everything and all right here in verses 15 through 22. David says, I sum it up this way, that evilness breaks our heart, but God redeems us. Friends, David shares in these verses that the Lord hears us as we cry out to him due to all the evilness in our world. He hears us when we cry out to him about cruelty. He hears us as we cry out to him about police brutality. He hears us as we cry out to unjustified things that keep just happening. He hears us even when we scream out Brianna. He hears us every time that we feel like things are just not getting better. And the Lord is right there. Because in the midst of evilness, David cried out to the Lord and the Lord rescued David from all of his troubles. Friends, David is full of jubilant joy at this moment as he shares in verse 19 that many are the afflictions of the righteous. Here it is. But the Lord rescues them from them all. David sings a song of hope here because he sings in the midst of evilness, the Lord sustained his life. He kept him from breaking any bones. He kept him well. And now he can share that the Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will ever be condemned. Friends, this is amazing. Because Thanksgiving is a time where we need to come and assimilate and literally try to say thank you, God, for how you brought us through. It's a time not only for turkey and stuffing, but it's a time to look back over this year and say, Lord God, you are good. Friends, but yet as we survey, we cannot survey without taking notice that in our world, there are many evil acts that continue to ensue. And it breaks many of our hearts to continue to hear of these reoccurring situations. But we serve a redeeming God. We serve a God that although our hearts may break, David reminds and assures us that the Lord is able to redeem us and piece every bit of our heart back together again. In fact, the text tells us that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. And although our heart breaks, David reminds us that God is not finished yet. He's continuously and actively working. And friends, we find hope in Psalm 34. 
we find hope that propels us forward because we serve a big God and battles don't bother God. They bother us. Mm. But friends, as we think about the nearness of God to us and how God protects, provides, and how we even need to embrace this peace, I want you to pivot with me and think about the Bahamas for a moment. There's a beautiful hotel in the Bahamas. It's actually named after the lost city of Atlantis. It is a monstrosity of a hotel and it's viewed as one of the greatest hotels in the world. There's a water park right in the middle of this great hotel. And in the middle of the water park, there happens to be a water slide that's disguised as a huge Egyptian pyramid. This pyramid water slide goes straight down at lightning speed. But as you go down, you slide through an aquarium that holds some of the most dangerous fish in the world. The aquarium is contained by thick glass that acts as a barrier between hotel guests and fish that would eat these same guests alive. This slide is a scary drop through a tank of scary fish, but there is a protective covering to keep the fish away from the guest. Friends, that's a metaphor for life (laughs) because sometimes life can be a scary slide. Sometimes that seems to be, it seems to be a slide where trouble is all around us, but God protects those who fear him and he delivers those out of trouble. Sometimes he keeps us from trouble altogether and sometimes he lets us slide right on through. (laughs) But friends, either way we come out on the other side. And either way, we experience God like never before. And so friends, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving virtually, in person with your mask on, or what have you, reflect today and even on Thanksgiving about how the Lord has allowed you to come out on the other side. Reflect today and even on Thanksgiving about those who maybe did not make it in this lifetime, but made it to the other side of the eternal lifetime with their Savior. And as you reflect, reflect on these questions. Will you choose to fall prey to fear? Or will you choose to trust God? My hope for us all is that we would trust God because God loves us and is ready to protect and provide for us no matter the cost friends, Psalm 34 is beautiful. But God proved to us that he would provide and protect us at all costs by giving up even his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for all of us. And friends, if you happen to not even have a relationship with Jesus, there's no greater time than today. You can do it, in fact, right where you are by simply repeating a prayer after me. Here we go. I admit that I'm a sinner in need of God's love. I believe that Jesus died for my sins. And I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. That prayer right there has opened your heart to God. And I promise your life will never be the same. And if you have just prayed that prayer, let us know about it. Email us today at alltogether at spdl.org. We want to journey with you and we want to hear about all the good things that God is doing in your life. Friends, if you have any prayer requests or 
this ministry is blessing you mightily, let us know about it. But you can also give at spdl.org. There's a drop-down menu, and all together is there. You just select it, and you give as the Lord leads. Friends, this has been an amazing time. I pray that each of you have an amazing Thanksgiving. But throughout this week, and even in your celebration of Thanksgiving, remember this takeaway. Grace is expressed by us and given to us by God. May you live worshipful lives. May you build community virtually or physically, and may you embrace diversity in every shape, form, and way. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us. If you live in the Atlanta area or visiting Atlanta, come and worship with us in person on Sundays at Second Ponce de Leon Baptist Church.